trust God, it's amazing. Life is just a marathon, so basic. Fresh pain, that thing's how you make damage. Life ain't gotta be hard, just keep it basic. You You really like like, fell, like, and you started so graceful, like I'm going slow, 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 and then just rock. It was a lot shorter of a drop than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, you go. You're close to the floor. Okay. Welcome back to Fort Meade Declassified. I'm Gloria Martin with the Fort Meade Public Affairs Office here with Chad Jones, and today we're talking about the red, white, and blue celebration taking place in a couple weeks. So red, white, and blue. So you, we were talking before then how. Your mother is from the Philippines, mm-hmm. and that the Philippines is becoming more westernized or Americanized. Yeah. Your father was in the military. Right. Did they have Fourth of July in the Philippines, or did they have? I mean, what? I don't think so. I'm not really sure. Yeah. There's not the only like Filipino national holiday that I know of is that they celebrate something similar to the. The Day of the Dead on Halloween. Right, because, is that because of the Chinese-Hispanic Culture mix, mix yeah. yeah. I would think so, that it kind of is derived from that. And I thought they had a Manny Pacquiao Day. Uh, maybe. They I should. Mean, Filipinos do love Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, well, you know, he's a good fighter. I, I liked him, too. He, um, was, he was some sort of official for a while, wasn't he? He got elected into something. yeah. Totally because he was a boxer. Oh, like, I don't think he had a absolutely. lot of public policy experience other no. than knocking people out. Yeah, that's probably all he got. That might be all you need. I mean, okay. I guess so. So what, what do you think? So 4th of July, we do red, white, and blue at Fort Meade because we wanted to save money and not have to work on a federal holiday. That's mm-hmm. how this started about 10 years ago. But on the rank of holidays, where does 4th of July fit for you? I'd say probably after... Christmas and Thanksgiving, probably third. Really? That's solid. Third yeah. is solid. Third, I mean, yeah. Thanksgiving, I like Eid because that's when we get our presents. Mm. Thanksgiving with football. And then, yeah, I would. It's right up there with Halloween. It, it's, oh, yeah. It's, Halloween's it's a, a fight. good one, though. Yeah. Hot dogs for candy and fireworks for cot. I mean, I, I like them both, but they're yeah. up there, right? Yes. So Fort Meade, I don't know how well you've known this, but before COVID, we had this thing called the Red, White, and Blue Festival, and it's our one time all year where we basically invite the public onto the fort. Okay. COVID. This is is the first time since? Yeah. Last year, we kept fireworks during the two years of COVID, but it was only for, well, the second year. First year of COVID, nothing, Mm -hmm. because we still couldn't be out in public. Last year, we invited the installation on, and we shot off fireworks, but we did not allow, you know, non-DOD ID card holders. Oh. Now this is our first year in actually going back to that. Um, and that's what it originally was. Yeah. Well, and it used to be a full carnival. Like, it would start at, like, noon, and there would be, you know, carnies and dangerous rides and things of that nature going around what the air bubbles or what, mm, whatever you do. The rides you think you're going yeah. to fall out of when yep. you get on them and you can hear them like squeaking. Mechanical bull. Yep. yep. All those carnival favorites were up on the parade field. And so people would come and then all day they would eat food, ride carnival rides, 
we'd have a bunch of community vendors out, you know, talking about great things in the community, and then we'd shoot out fireworks. Mm -hmm. Apparently this year, we're only doing food, DJ, and fireworks, which is really all you need. There are also vendors, I think, too. Um, there will be people selling some items. Yeah, I think they're selling, like, glow sticks and mm -hmm. all that. Yeah, that's true. We will have glow sticks. And face painting. I think I saw something about uh, that, too. See, I never got face painting. Two things really? I don't get with kids right now. I don't get face painting, and I don't get celebrating fifth-grade promotion. Like, fifth-grade into sixth-grade? Yeah, I don't get that. That's a big deal. It's not. It's expected. I mean, I guess, but also is an eighth grade into freshman year of high school also expected? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, I agree. That also gets celebrated. And it shouldn't. Kindergarten, because they're little kids. We just did, our Colonel Sapp was telling me that they just did the preschool graduation a couple days ago, and that was cute, and I get it. You want to establish that graduating is important. I get it. Fifth grade into sixth grade, not really. Hmm. You should be able to do that. Eighth grade into ninth grade. If you would not have made it into ninth grade, what would have happened in the Schaefer house? Oh, well, that would have never happened in the Schaefer household. Right, right. It never. would have been expected. It's a high academic standard <laughs> back there. So. Right, and I think maybe celebrating a little too much is cheapening it. Mm. But, okay, I digress because we were talking about in going through. So, as we go through, face painting glow sticks, a lot of food. Apparently, I think we got like 11 different kinds of food trucks coming oh, wow. here. And we should have the full list of food trucks up. Um, Wendy was going to get those to us, um, I think, by June 20th. I need to write that down and make sure that we get it by June 20th. But it's your standard fare. I mean, elephant ears, a whole bunch of different kinds of grilled meats, drinks. There's going to be a beer tent. There's going to be like a mixed wine Thing, which then gets into, you know, what is not allowed on uh, the parade field. So as we go through, we're winging this a little bit. I'm looking at your sheet about red, white, and blue. I think we got that. So when is the event? That's probably a good one to get off. So June 30th. Yeah, June 30th. I think it starts at 6. The parade field opens. The gates open for the general public at 5. Which you wouldn't believe how much of a haggle that was with like the command team and everybody else sitting around the conference table. Do we let them open at four? Do we let them open at five? What's the safest? Because it really is a big deal for the commander. I mean, you open the post up to really anybody with a valid ID, and there's an awful lot of, you know, it, it's a major event for the fort. So right. in the haggling, it looks like. 5 p.m., we will allow people on. We'll start blocking off the roads around the parade field. Uh, so that's basically Mapes, Cooper, and English on the parade field side. Um, that will get through. There will be some traffic for Mapes, especially for when people get off. But it will be monitored, and then the side streets around the parade field will be blocked. Um, but 6 o'clock, people can start coming. Ideas supposed to, you know, hey, bring your Frisbee, bring your blankets, bring a cooler, no glass. But you can bring, you know, uh, drinks, snacks, things of that nature, and basically just hang out, listen to some music, maybe get some food, and then hang out on the parade field. Um, so that is when it starts. Right. Fireworks probably about 9.15 to 9.30. I think that's about when it's getting dark now. It's. It sounds about right. And also, speaking of fireworks, no pets 
for the safety of everyone, including your dogs. No sp- sparklers. You can't. You cannot bring your own fireworks. I think that's the one thing that came through that. Yes. The fort will provide the fireworks, and it's like a 30-minute fireworks show, so be prepared to watch. One thing I always chuckle at when everybody watches is they think there's like four finales, and everybody thinks after the, the fake finale that it's over, and they start to get up and mosey around, and then they start popping off fireworks again. It, it's a good 30-minute show. Yeah, keep your attention. Yeah. It would be nice if it was over music, and we used to do that, but, you know, it, it's... Oh, it's, it's a long, it's longer than, yeah. 30 minutes is a long fireworks show. I would think so, yeah, yeah. That's a long time for fireworks. It almost, yeah, it's, as a kid, it's fine. When you are a parent of kids, you're ready to go. After like 15 <laughs> minutes, it'd be perfect. Probably, but, 15, 20 minutes, yeah. ready to get out there. That's when you gotta duck out early during yeah. one of the fake finales. Yes, you know, that is, and we'll get into the parking and driving and exiting post. That is a really good strategy. Mm-hmm. You might not want to hear it, but yeah, you get in about 15, 20 minutes. The final finale is a little better. But if you got up from the parade field and started walking to your car at about the 20 minute mark, you would be able to hear and listen to most and you would get a head start on your people getting off post. So, parking plan, we'll have the map and everything posted on Fort Meade webpage, but the key things to know, we're opening up. MAPES 175 is open for non-DOD ID card holders only. That means that we want DOD ID card holders and trusted travelers in effect so you can bring your family with you to either use the MAPES 32 gate or the Rockenbach gate, which will both be open during the duration of the event. Because MAPES 32 or MAPES 175, the installation's main gate for visitors, there will be inspections. We're basically going to open up a handful of lanes. Each lane will have an inspection station, dogs, things of that nature. Individuals who are coming, you got to have your valid driver's license, and there will be checks. So you'll probably be asked to pop your trunk so they can look through some people asked to come out and you know be visually inspected but it will be an inspection station and there will be so we do expect backups as we as we get into that gate so one of the things we're really wanting for employees so if you got a veterans id card you got your dod id card you got your military or dependent id card to come through either the mapes 32 gate or the rockenbach gate so that uh, mapes 175 can be open to um community because usually pre-covid we were getting about 10,000 people here which is a fairly large event and about 30 to 40 percent was actually off post so you're looking at three or four thousand people that could be easily a thousand cars that have to go through so you drive through the mapes 32 gate or the mapes 175 gate as a visitor gate for that day you will be parking in the post exchange and it will be barricaded off safety. You will be directed to a specific parking spot, uh, you know, for security reasons to make sure people cannot um, meander through the fort. And we're recommending that on post residents um, walk, correct? Ideally, yes. Uh, on post residents should walk. Um, but like if you're living in Midway Commons and you want it, that's a little bit of right. a height. There is parking available at DISA, and if you go on uh, the Facebook page, you know, a little bit closer to the event, you'll see a more detailed map of where you can park. There will be parking available, uh, but if you're living in, you know, Potomac Place, Heritage Park, some of those places, 
walking would make would be easier for you and it'd be easier for letting all the people park because all of traffic is going to get directed off post right so even if you live on post you're going to be directed off post and you're going to have to come back on yeah so that is that's usually where we get into a lot of trouble so at not trouble people get mad at this but it makes complete sense because we do need to run people off post um and you cannot have barriers and things going through. So the easiest way to do that is just to direct everybody off. So if you do live on post and you do decide to drive and park to the event, um, bring your ID because you will be directed off post. You'll have to come back onto post through one of the open gates to get back to your place. Um, so as you carry with your ID and things of that nature, because every vehicle that is parked in the main parking areas, DMA, DISA, post exchange commissary everybody in those spots will be directed off post whether they live on post or not um so as that goes through and that's where getting a little bit because llewellyn gate will be open for egress which is nice um so that's where i was saying if you if you've got 20 minutes in and you've gotten your firework fix getting up and walking out is probably not a bad strategy if you want to get out early right or you just hang out at your car for a bit because there will be some backups on the streets and things that go there. Um, so that's parking. Go through what... Did we already go through what is on the parade field? We went over the rules, yeah? Have fun. Don't bring glass. No grills. No pets. Um, I wouldn't bring noisemakers because they're annoying, but I guess you can bring noisemakers. Um, but really, it is just to go out there, have fun, bring your blanket. You can bring your canopies. That's one question. So if you got like one of those big canopies that you want to set up at like six o'clock so you have some shade, you're absolutely able to do that. Um, and then really it's just meant to just hang out for, you know, the better part of three, four hours. It will be a couple of community organizations. I think the Fort Meade Community Covenant is getting a couple of tables so that you can, so people can see what's happening. I think the Friends of Meade is going to have a, a table out there, family readiness groups and different military organizations are going to have the ability to set up a table, an information table. They can't sell stuff because the vendors are the only ones who can sell stuff. But um, if you want information tables, hand things out, tchotchkes, I, I think we're working that with DFMWR so they can do that. Um, so, yeah, let's go through parking on and off visitors for on-post parking. Yeah. Let me read this. I think we hit everything. Parking traffic wendy thank you so much for joining us you even typed this out wendy you are in my doghouse <laughs> no doubt wendy thank you so much for joining us today send we appreciate you taking the time to share about red white blue send wendy the so point of contact should just real i mean right now our community should really just monitor our social media right now yeah i mean if they're a vendor they can call um dfmwr but i think for finding out where to park, vendors, um, rules, things of that nature. They can just pop on our... Yeah. yeah, most of that information is on our social media. We're always answering your questions, so if you have any questions, make sure to either comment on one of our posts or send us a message. Yep. And I think we've gotten the question about if... Well, they, I saw the question about if people get directed off posts. So reiterate, if it is from... 6 to 9.30, gates open for the public starting at 6. It's at the main post parade field. If you live on post and you decide to drive up to the event and park, 
bring your ID card because you will be sent off post when it, the event's over. Um, or you can just walk on. Blankets are great. Canopies are great. Frisbees, football, all the things are great. What you can't bring are pets, glass, and grills. And sparklers. Right. No fireworks at all. And I don't know. I mean, I guess sparklers is a threat. I don't know. I hate sparklers. Really? I don't. What's the, what's the point? I love sparklers. Well, okay. Well, you tell me. What is the point to the sparkler? I don't know. They're pretty to look at. And they're like like a handheld firework. I think I had a sparkler send off at my wedding. You know. Was it sparklers or was it confetti? I don't remember. <laughs> sparklers, they burn in your hand. They're like, I mean, I could see why they're not allowed because yeah, they're weapons. Yeah, but I mean, well, if they burn in your hand, imagine what could happen if someone dropped it on the grass. Right. So. Right. Oh, yeah, I know. We do not want... That's crazy. Were you here during the, or were you gone during the smoke? I was gone. Oh. I wasn't here. That was nuts. I mean, it wasn't as bad here as it was in New York, but the fact that it smelled like a day-old campfire outside and that... It does not sound like a fun time. No, it was hazy. The sunsets were great. Yeah, they were canceling, the actually, sunrise. a lot of flights yeah. into D.C. I was afraid my flight was going to get canceled. Well, and it was, and the fact that it came from, so I go to Canada five to six times a year, and we usually drive, but that's, that where the fires were at was a good 12 to 13 hours away from here. Wow. And the fact that we're still getting, we got that much mm -hmm. smoke, um, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. it's, and really in Canada, and it was like, uh, I mean, Canada is so earthy, like it's all natural love nature mm. you wouldn't think that they would have that many fires especially as far east as they came you i mean like there's so much wood out west that of course stuff burns and it's horrible but i did not expect it to be over in like quebec and ontario to come down that was that was really it was spooky mm. so yeah don't bring your sparklers on the parade field because you never know Thank you to everyone who listened in today, uh, and we'll see you next time on the next episode of Fort Meade Declassified. It's amazing. Life is just a marathon, so pace it. Fresh pain that things hate me, damn.